Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Okay, well, welcome, welcome, welcome to another interesting and probably entertaining episode of My Orgasmic Life. I'm your hostess with the bostess, Gaia Morissette. Okay, so today we're going to talk about interesting and creative ways of doming and, um, and adapting your doming to suit your physical limitations or your energetic limitations. So um, I wanted just, you know, sharing those, I want to share these, this lovely little chat with you. Um, as always, remember to check the content warning to know what you've got yourself into. <laughs> always important. No, which I always come with a content warning. <laughs> All right. So um, if you've been listening to my episodes lately, um, you know, I've been dealing with some health stuff. So, um, you know, there's a couple of updates on that. And in a couple of weeks, I'll do another health update, you know, so you guys know where I'm at. Um, but in the meantime, I have missed my peeps. I've missed my clients. I've missed them so much. And so I'm like, okay, I got to find some ways and some interesting ways to be able to, you know, sit and hold space and do the doming that I love to do. Now, I'm a pretty active pro dom. I get in there. My, some of my favorites are like, I love impact play. I love dancing while I'm doing impact play. I'm very physical um, when I'm doming. I'm very I'm like squatting, active, like my body takes a lot out of my body. And uh, because my body has kind of been dealing with some crap, um, my I haven't had the both the energy and the physical capabilities to dom like I normally do. And so I've had to take a little bit of break, which is really sad because I both I miss my clients and I know my clients miss me, right? Um, it's a win-win situation. I adore them just as much as they adore me. I need to be able to like torture people. This is this creates my helps me to create this wonderful sense of well-being and purpose in the world. So, okay, I gotta, I'm brilliant. I got to come up with some good ways to, you know, see how, how can I dom in a new way? And this, so this is where some of these things have come from is out of necessity. And before I get into sharing some of the things that I've come up with that have been fantastic, but I didn't even know 
Um, I just want to talk about sometimes as a dom, whether you're pro dom or lifestyle dom, sometimes your energy levels or your physical endurance isn't where it usually is. And and we need to, you know, our little subbies, um, you know, need to have some time with us or energy with us. And and sometimes it's not just about it's it's changing the narrative between, um, you know, the acts of BDSM and kinky acts and fetishes um, to more about the power exchange that goes along with doming. And so you can be not as physical or do certain activities. And your, your subbies can still get what they're needing, which is to be in your presence, to be in your space, to, to have your attention, um, to be able to please you, to serve you, to entertain you. And there's lots of ways that that can happen, not with necessarily you having to do the things, you know, not having to necessarily tie them up or be very physically active in the, or, you know, energetically. You may, like, for example, if you have a lifestyle sub, you know, you may be like, you know, you've had a long day and the last thing you want to do is make sure and take care and give all of this attention to your little subby. But your subby, has been waiting all day <laughs> to see you <laughs> or waiting all day to be in your presence. And so this whole idea, this is what has been really, this whole creative doming has kind of come out of this, another place of opening up. How do we dom when we're not say at our peak, peak energy levels or physical capabilities? And if we change that doming is about the kinky activities and more about the presence and the power exchange of the situation, we take that as the main purpose of why you're engaging in your sessions or with your clients or with your subbies, it changes and they, they get their needs met and you can still get your needs met. Okay. So here's an example. So often like my favorite things are pegging and like I said I'm very active hitting pegging um you know spit roasting <laughs> very active very so um you can still find and those and those are the activities that I really enjoy I mean I also enjoy my feet being worshipped and my body being worshipped and lots of other things as well of you know like other servitude things like you know um, some of my subbies are very service oriented so they like to you know clean for me or do tasks for me or do errands for me these are great ways to add like non-active um servitude so that your subbies can feel like they're still connected to you um, and making your life a little bit easier so for example like I have a subbie that you know loves doing my laundry I hate doing laundry <laughs> not my favorite thing at all and so you know I'll send my laundry uh, home with him and he you know does it and it makes him happy because he gets to serve me and he gets to make my life easier so I don't have to do laundry which is one less task on my life that makes my life easier so it's this really beautiful this is a beautiful way in which we can allow our submissives to make our lives easier 
to allow them to support us as well as while they're getting their you know they're getting their servitude they're getting their their kink on they're getting their fetish meds whatever those happens to be so for example another another great thing is you know sending a subby out to go and do some grocery shopping for you while they're wearing panties um that they wouldn't normally wear but that that excites them because they know that they're doing it or some nipple clamps while they're doing it um or putting them in chastity cage is another great non um active energy producing uh doming but ag again gives them a sense that they are connected to you and that they are doing something for you and they are pleasing you and they're serving you and and that gives them great amounts of joy and it also makes your life easier and your life simpler which is beautiful and if you happen to again if you are having expelling a lot of energy or you're having some physical stuff going on in you or you just need like a break from those traditional sort of like very active scenes or active sessions here are some of the ways that you can you know get those needs met and also conserve your energy so that so you know the task oriented errands you can add all of a sudden you know you just add a little bit of like some kinky gear underneath um you know you can you know put some nipple clamps on so that they know are the caged if you know if they have a penis owner um or if you have a vagina owner you know put them in chastity um you know that adds the flair of that they know that no matter what's happening during the day you may be busy or doing other things but they can feel connected to you and you're holding space for them because you hold the key so you got the key as long as you don't lose the key don't lose the key <laughs> it's all good all right don't i repeat do not lose the key <laughs> um you know uh you can for example say if you know you've had a long day and you're like oh god i don't have the energy to deal with my little subby um or you know that uh you know for your lifestyle subbies you know what's really beautiful is you can just tie them up to something, put a chain on them, lock it, put the chain around, you know, put the lock around your neck, put a leash on them and have you hold the leash while you're doing something else and they can just follow you around the house. Like these kinds of things that really drops in, helps your subbies drop in, but it doesn't exude a lot of both physical or energy from you. Okay, um, so here is the here's what I found is so far is my favorite. <laughs> so I really again my I am a sexual sadist, and as a sexual sadist, I really like impact play. That's my favorite. I really like to hit people, and so when I'm in a session, it felt like. You know i didn't ha i don't have the energy you know i haven't had the energy because i've been quite sick so as not having the energy to hit people made me very sad it's very very sad <laughs> which is awful you know no one wants empress sad <laughs> no we want her happy so it's like okay how can i what if i have my subbies hit themselves 
I'm like, oh, that's not, that, that's going to be lame. So I was like, ah, oh, it's not good. I'm like, oh, I'll try it out. So, you know, okay, grab one of my subbies and <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I got to practice to see if I like it before I, you know, pull it out for, you know, all my clients if I need it. And, you know, he's always such a good little subby, you know, and I'm sure he's listening right now. I'm very proud of you. You're awesome. Mwah. All right. So, okay. So I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. So I'm like, okay, you're going to pick. So I didn't tell him what we're doing because that's how this works. Because <laughs> most of my relationship dynamics with my subbies and my clients are consensual non-consent. That's why we do a comprehensive intake session. So I know everything and I know all the hard limits and I know what makes their tick and blah, blah, blah. So I don't need to have lots of conversations. <laughs> I have lots of conversations at the beginning. So I don't need to have lots of conversations uh, when it comes to playtime. I know what the limits are and where we're at. And unless I'm going to do something like really crazy, I don't, I don't really need, we don't need to really talk about it. I know what my, I know what everybody's limits are. All right. So he comes over and all he knows is that he's going to help me out. That's all he needs to know. It's part of the doming. <laughs> It's part of the thrill. But when you walk into my dungeon, you have no idea what I'm going to have planned for you. All you know is that you've agreed to it at some point <laughs> and you don't know what it's going to be, which is part of the excitement. So he walks in, he's apprehensive, but he's excited because he doesn't know what's going to happen. And every time he spends time with me, he's always excited. So, okay, you're going to go pick up five implements off the wall that are the most painful. okay so it was very actually it was really quite i didn't realize how entertaining this would be and how satisfying this experience was going to be for me so i'm like okay so watching him trying to sort out okay like you know and and me knowing like i know which are the most painful items on those walls and i know which ones are not and so will he do it you know will he will he pick the five that are the most painful or will he like skirt around it or not? Who knows? Which is part of the excitement. So, but he's a good boy and he picks, he picks four, he has four items that are, you know, quite most one of the, the, the in the top, you know, in the top of pain. And he's like kind of trying to figure out what the third, what the last one's going to be. And I said, I don't see a spoon in there because we all know how much I love my wooden spoons. <laughs> Which, by the way, I have uh, uh, custom made, uh, you know, from the jungle of Costa Rica, if anybody wants is interested to find out more about my wooden spoons, <laughs> reach out to me, okay? So where was I? Okay, so he's like, okay, he's excited because he's like, he was, he was, he was, he was dumbfounded. You could see the confusion on his face. He wanted to make me proud. He didn't want to pick the wrong item, which again, as the sadist that I am, I really get excited about watching that dilemma. That's, that's you know, next to hitting people is my second favorite thing. <laughs> watching the, the, the mind fuck, right? The psychological, <laughs> the psychological side of things. So he like brings them over. And he shows them to me and I said, okay, great. And, you know, I'm sitting in my, you know, I'm sitting in my comfy chair and, and he's like, okay. And I said, all right, now 
you're going to hit yourself as hard as you possibly can five times with this implement tonight. Hand the implement to him. I said, you might want to do a tester so you know how it feels to hit yourself. So you see your, you know, and I point and I, and I tell him what part of his body is going to hit himself. And so he like, he does, he just goes to town and like, and he hits himself like way harder than I would hit him. <laughs> Again, so entertaining. Giving all my secrets away. <laughs> Right. It's good. It's good to share stories. <laughs> um, so, okay. So he hits himself five times and he like hits himself hard and, and then he hurt. And then he like the, the dancing and the sounds and the whimpering and then knowing that he has to do it again. And the com like the look on his face is delicious. So delicious. <laughs> like incredibly delicious so he does that and then i'm like okay here's another one hit yourself with this one five times and i pick a different part of the body and now he's having a harder time reaching that part of the body which again entertaining for me because he's trying really hard but he's having a you know he's he's <laughs> doing it which again entertaining <laughs> man he's leaving marks He's, I don't leave marks. <laughs> He's leaving marks. This is very satisfying. And each time he hit himself, each time it was like he was he he was gonna do it as like he 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 was like good subby. He was like he wanted to do what I was so he was told to do. He wanted to please me. He wasn't gonna like you know you know um, not do what I asked him to do. And so when I said to hit him as hard as he could, he did. And I was very proud of him. And, and yet you can tell his brain's like, what am I doing? Why am I hitting myself this hard? I shouldn't hit myself this hard, but I need to please my empress. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because it's going to please her. And so what I found is that that was delicious, that, that dilemma each time, every time. So we had five implements, we hit five times. So 25 times, it was delicious every time. And so when I talked to my subby afterwards, and we talked about it, because we always do a lovely little debrief, I said, how did that feel? He's like, it felt great. And I said, did you feel like you had a, a you know, would you feel satisfied in having that that would be like a session? And he's like, of course, it would be satisfying because it entertained you and it pleased you and did whatever you wanted me to do. And I did the thing and I did it well. And so yay me, basically. And so I was like, okay. And this really opened up for me this whole new layer of creative doming. Um, you know, thinking outside of the box or the rubber chicken, in my case, <laughs> I already don't, I already think outside the box. Now we're even going even further out of the box. Um, and there was this beautiful, like there was this beautiful awareness that, oh, you know, Sometimes, sometimes I can't dom like I really love to dom, which is very physically active and engaged and like full on in the, in the sessions with my clients. Cause again, either my energy level's low or stuff's going on with my body or whatever. So this is a beautiful like add on to 
create this experience where again there's this submission um, another beautiful creative doming um, situation is like making your uh, subbies into furniture while you play a video game <laughs> again they get to serve you or making them into a stool where you sit on them and you do some computer work or you do something else and so that they're this object and they're here for your gratification um you know again you know the other forms of you know tasks and errands we talked about as well as of course the servitude where they're cleaning your house maybe dressed in drag or in their cuffs and collars naked um you know um you know you can call them over and have them bend over and give them a couple spanks you can go inspect their work and if their work isn't good you can get you know you can add some light you know stuff to it um you know you can add some humiliation components to it so there's lots of ways in which you can become creative in your doming thing i want to leave you with is doming is not about the activities it's about the power exchange between you and your subby and when you have where you always know that you're in charge as the dom and you hold that space that's really what the subby wants from you is they want to feel like you own them you control them you have them you have you take care of them they, they can make your life easier like they're serving you they're doing a good job like there's these things that they're really craving at the core of their submission. And whatever that core of that submission is, the activities are fun and the activities add to the experience. Um, and they're the ways in which we can like kind of lean into, you know, implements and outfits and, and things. But what doming and like that whole power exchange is about, it's not about all the extras it's not about the outfits it's not about the activities it's about you being in charge and your subby surrendering and that can happen in many different ways and many different forms so when you can find out so for example this somebody that i talked about that i had him hit himself this was very satisfying for him because he was doing something to please me he is this particular subby his core being is given this it's almost like his soul has purpose to serve me to have me to please me to make me happy to service me that is he truly is that true subby in the sense of that servitude is the purpose so whatever it is that he is doing for me he feels that same kind of submission that level and he gets that the the that part fulfilled within him now i have other subbies that um th that are more alpha subbies Okay. And so they're more like my personality when I surrender to my overlord, <laughs> which is they're more like, yeah, they need to surrender. It's not so easy. And they're a little bit of a brat. So you got to like, you know, you got to come up with ingenious ways to put them in the place. Um, so 
take that scenario of, um, you know, we'll take the, the activity of having them hit themselves. Well, their joy of the experience would be the whole fact that they had to pick out the implements and then they had to hit themselves and they had to do it. And they, and, and again, if they didn't hit, the, I know how hard they can take it because I hit them lots. So I know they can take it and what's good. I know how red it should look. I know what sound it should make. And so if they don't lean into that, there's gonna be consequences to that. And so part of that consequences is part of the, you know, the, the basically the surrendering or the taking of the surrender is more like it. <laughs> it's putting them in their place, which is their, their arousal response, their deep desire to surrender is part of that is the fight. And when they finally feel safe enough and they finally let go, there's this beautiful, beautiful space of joy and celebration and ah, oh, that happens, but it's a different reason. So we can have the same activity. And this is, I think, the most important part of when it comes to creative doming. You can have a particular activity, but why and how each person enjoys it is the key that you need to know. And when you understand the motivation of what is the reason for servitude or submission, what is their deep desire? How do they achieve that? Then you can come up with ingenious ways to create that space without necessarily having to have as much activity as you normally would. You just would frame it differently. You would just sit differently. You would have them crawl on the floor. You would like, there's just different ways you would, you know, basically tell them what they need to do for different reasons, depending on what is their soul, their purpose, their real desire of surrender and submission. And then once you know what that is, then you can take any activity for that matter or inactivity and have them do it and, um, and they will get their needs met, just like you're getting your needs met because your energy levels may be low or, physically not capable that day, or you're not feeling very well or whatever. So that's what I want to leave you with creative doming. There's lots of possibilities. Now, I would love to hear from all of you doms. If you've come up with, you know, if you've had some ingenious sort of, you know, we'll call it, we're calling it creative doming, but it's also can be just lazy doming. <laughs> just don't have the energy, the bandwidth, or the physical capability in the moment to deal with that. But you're, you have a commitment to your subby that they need some sub time. So if you come up with some ingenious ways, I would love to hear about them. You can send me an email at empressgaia at gmail.com. Um, I would love to hear them. And those stories are great. And it's good for us to share with each other, um, you know, way, different activities and different ways that we do things so that we're building a community with each other. Um, also, a lovely reminder, um, don't forget if you're like, you're new to, you know, kink or you're like wanting to continue to develop your, your exploration of your kinky self um, or your, you and your partner's, you know, kink life, BDSM life, um, I have a wonderful BDSM kink membership 
um, which is amazing. There's like years of content creation in there, uh, talking about different, different kinks, um, different implements. Uh, you get to see the hot scenes of in the dungeon. Um, it's like totally amazing. And every month I add um, new content. And so this month I just put up this morning, actually, um, ejaculation mastery, which I'm going to talk about in our next podcast, actually. Um, if you're like, ooh, <laughs> goo control. <laughs> um, then, you know, come, you know, in the show notes, there's a, a link to become a member. Um, you can be either you can pay for the year or you can buy it on a monthly basis. And like I said, the content is amazing. Uh, both it's hot, it's sexy, it's kinky, but you're also educational and you get to see things in action, uh, which is amazing. Um, I also have other, you know, other doms come on, come on, create content, you know, co-create content with me. Um, so there's lots of things that are always going on and, you know, in combination that membership just keeps growing and our vendors, you know, we have preferred rates and, you know, vendors discounts and, you know, with toy manufacturers and all sorts of beautiful things. So if you're like, if you're kinky, this is a great community to start to grow your community, um, from the safety of your own home and at the, your own pace. And I'd love you for you to come part of the membership. And again, it's all pre-recorded um, content. So you can watch it at any time, wearing anything or wearing nothing. You don't even have to show up wearing pants. <laughs> so there's lots of beautiful, join, come join the membership. All right, until next time, stay kinky. Come be, make sure you're super creative in your doming and any subbies that have some, in, you know, I'm also willing to hear from some subbies that may have some creative, not like, you know, some creative uh, dom suggestions um, that low energy and low physical needs. Um, that would be great. All right. Bye-bye. Till next time. Hmm. Well. I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know. 
because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? (laughs) So please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.